this is not the new normal. And in a larger sense, nothing that we go through on Earth is is quote unquote normal. This is all a broken world that is our ship and, and not our home. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we look for balance and clarity in the midst of the world that we live in. I doubt that any short podcast will give you balance and clarity to last forever and ever. My hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. This week, I've had a a bit more clarity, and it's come through some unfortunate experiences. One of them um, being ending class with seniors just digitally and, and distantly. And I've done a bit of that. I have one class with some seniors, and, and that was hard. Um, it was hard to to connect through a screen in the way that I really wanted to. It, it was it was awkward, um, and in a lot of ways, uh, not a particularly satisfying end. Um, but my wife, Amy, had to deal with that over and over again. She teaches all of the seniors at Saint Scholastica Academy, and. I, I watched as, as she really struggled to, to end in that way and to deliver the, the powerful message that she delivers to, to seniors over a screen. And, um, one of her phrases that really stuck with me is, is that this is not okay. And by that, she doesn't mean that it won't be ultimately okay. She doesn't mean that um, it's not, even that it's not necessary, you know, that it's not a judgment about what we should or, or shouldn't be doing or um, what was the, the right response to a pandemic, but it's to say that the reality we find ourselves in now is, is hard. And I wanted to start with that idea this week to say it's okay to acknowledge that hard things are hard and bad things are bad. And to go back to the idea of last week about offering our works and our joys and our sufferings, I actually think it's important for us to acknowledge that sufferings are sufferings in order for us to be able to offer them. And it's not the same as complaining. But we may be tempted to just sort of pretend that hard things aren't hard and to say, oh, it's it's fine, it's fine, you're fine. But that's to acknowledge or to fail to acknowledge that there is an offense or that there's something that's that's hurting and that there's something that's broken. I think it's actually really important for us right now to acknowledge that that this is not the new normal. And I'm going to hard resist that that phrase, which I hear being turned out all over the place. This is this is not the new normal. And in a larger sense, nothing that we go through on Earth is is quote unquote normal. This is all a broken world that is our ship and and not our home. That all of this is a, a broken world where where things are not as they as they ought to be. That that heaven is our home. So that's the the broader sense. But even in terms of human culture and civilization, there are certain epics, and I'll point to some biblical ones that that are not the norm. You know, that are not normal. So if if you were in in Egypt with the siblings of of Moses doing hard labor for the Pharaoh, you wouldn't say, hey, this is the new normal. We should accept this. But apparently many did in their hearts and they wanted to return to to Egypt rather than take the journey out of it. So I think it's important for us to resist the idea that we should be comfortable with the way that things are, whether in the lockdown or even with some of the provisional things that we'll have to go through over the next several months. I'm not saying that we ought not do them. We we ought do them, and we ought do them with with the right spirit of of offering and cooperation and and seeking the human good. But we shouldn't get too comfortable with them to say that they're they're normal. We shouldn't normalize the the dysfunction that has to happen because of of bad things. Maybe dysfunction is not the best word. The 
we shouldn't normalize the um, the provisional things that we have to do to deal with with certain threats. In in a time of war, we wouldn't say, "Well, war is the new normal." We would say that that we are in this difficult, horrendous, terrible time of war, and and we tolerate the things that we have to do for that for the sake of a greater good. But we shouldn't normalize it. I, I really think that that's important. And it's important for us to to hear that and and to speak that to our children, to to others that that while we do what we need to do now, our definitive goal as Catholics, is a return to the sacraments, is a return to to the, to the flourishing of, of church life for all of the hardships that the church endures now. Even here, as we continue on our ship, when the ship is is taking in water, that's not the new normal. The ship needs to to be to be solidified to to be functioning properly. And right now, it's it's taking in water um, that we can't. In many cases, still, um, for for many listeners, uh, attend public masses. Um, that is is not the new normal. And while I, I've been a, a big part of this of of trying to help provide some of these things via a screen, that that's not. This is not the new normal. All of the classes that we've done over the last several weeks, I'm very grateful that that we're able to do that, that I've been able to connect with students and with people in my parish community doing music and all of those things via a screen. But it's not it's not the new normal. It's not something that we want to be doing in, in the long term. It's something provisional that we can we can use when we have to. Um, but it's not okay to go back to my wife's, I think, very wise but simple statement. She said a lot of eloquent things over the last several weeks, but that one really sticks with me. And I wanted to just kind of end with this idea. I think one of the most important things that we have to keep in mind is that our our culture, our civilization, and and really the the communion of the church is a body-soul reality. And, and while distancing is is something that that must be done in times of pandemic in whatever degrees and by whatever policies it is it should sting and it should hurt because we're made for body soul communion i was talking to amy a little bit before i recorded i said what should i record about and she she reminded me of something that that leo said this week and he's not he's not going to be on this week sorry but he he pops into pretty much everything i do he was looking at a wedding album and he just said something like, you know, you can't kiss through a computer screen. I was like, oh, wow. I thought that was pretty, pretty darn profound that there there's, of course, the, the sacraments, which you can't receive communion through a computer screen. You can't go to confession over a computer screen. You can't baptize through a computer screen. But even the, the sacramentality of, of our bodies in terms of love, you, you can't kiss through a computer screen. And one of the big problems that we've witnessed prior to the pandemic is, um, especially in that sphere of, of sexuality and relationship, an attempt for, for things to, to be totally digitized and, and to be made less personal. And I, I don't have all the answers to, to that. I don't know. It just raises a big caution flag for me that I think it's important for us to instrumentalize our, our computers and our phones and our iPads in a way that, um, that they do what they can do but we don't try to get them to do what they can't do. And we don't accept that it's the same thing to have a digital class or to live stream a mass as it is to go to mass or class. Hopefully that's totally obvious to you, but I'm just just sort of sounding the alarm that we want to make sure that we're really 
guarded against. We're, we're grateful that we're able to do what we're able to do. Um, it is a wonderful thing to be able to to FaceTime my dad, to be able to to meet with my students online, to to be doing webinars with people who largely are not anywhere near me that I probably couldn't really hang out with uh, in, other than on a plane ride anyway. But still, it's far better for us to come face to face with people to be able to to interact. And while we accept what we have to do now, and, and we should feel the pain of it and offer it up. We should say that hard things are hard and the provisional things are provisional. And I really think that's a big part of the recipe of being able to offer our, our, our works, our joys, and our sufferings. Um, because when we pretend that sufferings are not sufferings and just say, it's fine, we're, we're just stuffing it down and pretending it's not there. Instead, let's, let's feel the ache. Let's feel the ache of, of where we are to say, this is not where we ought to be. Um, let's be... Let's be Israelites singing by the, the rivers of Babylon, hanging, maybe hanging up our harps. Um, but let's long for the temple. Let's long for Zion. Let's, let's be Israelites who, who right now are, are awaiting a, a time to, to cross you know, the, the Red Sea out of the time of pandemic and not be too complacent to, to long for the, the flesh pots of Egypt. Let's not hang out too long in the desert and say, yeah, this is fine. Let's, let's keep our eyes on the prize. This is a provisional time. The world itself is our ship and not our home. And this time and all the things that we do in the midst of pandemic are, are not, they're not the new normal. They're what we have to do for now. For Ascension, I'm Colin McIver reminding you to take a step forward. Forward.